0: Let's make these declarations together. And by the way, let me just say, you got you to say what you hear so you can see what you say. That's why we make these declarations. Say this with me. I declare that I'm created in the image of God. I am blessed to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and take dominion. I declare that 2020 will be my best year ever, y'all. Come on. I declare in the name of Jesus that 2020 is my year of transformation things are not just going to change for the better but 2020 will be my best year ever I declare that 2020 is double double for me double blessing double anointing double portion of good things in every area of my life I declare that according to Psalm 65 that God is crowning my year with goodness and my path will drip with abundance. I declare that as I am taught the word of God and apply it, let me say that again, as I am taught the word of God and apply it, that I am wonderfully well and blessed and highly, come on, favored of the Lord. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for being here. You may be seated. Thank you guys for watching. Those of you that will watch live and that are watching live, so great to have you. And the rest of you that will watch this afterwards, whether it's on demand or however you watch it, thank you so much for being a part of us. And again, I just want to say personally, it's great to be in the house of the Lord. Can't wait till August 2nd. It's going to be homecoming. We'll come back home in Jesus' name. So, uh, so I just, I want you to really come into agreement with me because I really felt, let me use an old word, an unction. Some of, y'all, some of y'all know about conjunction, but you don't know about unction, but I felt in my spirit this morning that some kind of shift is happening this week in Jesus' name, so I just wanted to speak it out, amen? So we're talking in our unshakable series, uh, what the Word of God says is this, so don't turn a deaf ear to these gracious words. Don't turn a deaf ear to these gracious words. If those who ignored earthly warnings didn't get away with it, what will happen to us if we turn our backs on heavenly warnings? His voice that time shook the earth to its foundations. This time, he's told us this quite plainly. He'll also rock the heavens. One last shaking from top to bottom, stem to stern. The phrase one last shaking means a thorough house cleaning getting rid of all the historical and religious junk so that the unshakable essentials stand clear and uncluttered. Do you see what we've got? An unshakable kingdom. Do you see what we've got? Say it with me. An unshakable kingdom. And do you see how thankful we must be? Not only thankful, but brimming with worship, deeply reverent before God. That means to honor him. For our god is not an indifferent bystander he's actively cleaning house torching all that needs to burn and he won't quit until it's all cleansed god himself is a fire put an amen on that so in this unshakable series I've, I've been waiting to get to this point because i want to talk to you about unshakable kingdom do we not realize that we've been given an unshakable kingdom the bible says in the new king james version and the king james version This kind of interpretation would be like this. All that can be shaken will be shaken, and only that which is of God will remain. There will always come shakings in your life. Don't be shocked by the shakings. Although, quite frankly, I've got to tell you from a very personal standpoint that what I've seen in the world, it's kind of shocked me. I don't know if it's shocked you or not. But some of the decisions that I've seen made by leaders in different states of the United States of America, it's just shocking. It's like, what, what are you thinking? You know, I will not even go into that. But it's like, it's like, it's shocking. But here's the bottom line. We're not just a part of the lone star state, the great state of Texas. We're not just a part of the greatest country in the world, the United States of America, but we are part of something much more important and that is the kingdom of God. And that's what is unshakable. So I wanna talk about that for just a minute today because because how can we be kingdom-based in a me-based world? Because what happens in your life is the the enemy wants to distract you. He's always looking to distract you to make your life about, about you, to make your marriage about you, to make your job about you, to make your life about you. And you know, in the natural, that kind of makes sense. Well, yeah, it it kind of is about me. Well, you're involved in it, but it's not just about you. It's about you being a son or a daughter of the most high God, and that God wants to bring his kingdom to the earth through you and through your marriage and through your family and through your friendships. And, And in other words, that God, because I'm a son of God, he wants me to be a conduit of his kingdom. And so in our church, we talk a lot about love. We've shifted our focus over the last several years. And believe it or not, there's been a little bit of criticism about that. I just think y'all talk about love too much. And we just, need, we just need more of the Holy Spirit. We need more of the gifts and we need more of all. The, no, you know what you need more of? What Jesus said you need more of. You don't need to talking tongues more. You don't even need to read your Bible more. You don't need the spiritual gifts flowing in your life more. You know what you need? Like the church of of Corinth, who had the spiritual gifts manifested and Paul said to the church of Corinth, I can't even give y'all meat. I have to give you milk because you're so immature because you're seeking a sign rather than living this thing out called the word of the living God. So our assignment in this church, I'm the father of this house. I'm the founder of this house. Our assignment in this church is to raise up mature believers to help you grow into every potential that God has for you in your life And if you're looking for a church where where it gives you a chance to have a great marriage Welcome to Elevate Life If you're looking for a church that gives you a chance to have a great family Welcome to Elevate Life If you're looking for a church that's going to challenge your normal so that you can enter into a place called greatness That most people never know Welcome to Elevate Life Church So that's why we're going to be focused always on the kingdom And not just issues in the world, not just cultural things, but we're going to be focused on kingdom culture. So his kingdom culture can invade this culture in the name of Jesus. And like Andre Crouch used to sing, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there's no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there's no other. Jesus is the way. Come on, how many of y'all know Jesus is the way? Jesus is what we need. So when the, when the lawyer came and said, Jesus, okay, all right. So like what's the most important thing? Let's just cut to it. It's the most important thing that I feel good about myself. Is the most important thing my marriage? Is the most important thing my family? Is the most important thing my money? Is the most, just, just listen, I'm an attorney. What's the most important thing? Jesus, without skipping a beat said, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, not some of your heart, all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your might, all of your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. If you do those two things, that's the whole thing. If you do those two things and you get good at those two things, that's the whole thing. Somebody put an amen on that. So guess what? In this house, we are gonna spend the rest of my life. And I believe the legacy that'll come after me and the generations that'll come after me, helping people, loving people into lifelong transformation. And we're gonna go from glory to glory, to glory, to glory in this house and in this tribe. Somebody put an amen on that, amen. So, so if we're gonna be a part of this unshakable kingdom and it'd it be kingdom-based, my life. In fact, just, just say this with me today. Just say, Lord, help me to live a kingdom-based life. Because I promise you, listen to me, the enemy of your soul, I mean, literally, before you came out of your mother's womb, was trying to distract and will continue to distract people away from the things that matter most. So if you're going to live a kingdom-based life, if you're going to be a part of this unshakable kingdom, you have to approach God with worship, give God worship. give God the first place in your life. And watch this, live your life, shape your mind, shape your values, shape your attitudes according to the will and the word of God. So the first thing, here's what we've got to do. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. It seems so simple, like we know the scripture, right? Like Matthew six thirty-three: Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. But in this year of double double, let me just bring some prophecy to this, a prophetic uh, edge to this. Here's the double: Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Don't just seek first the kingdom of God, but seek first the kingdom of God. So put God first and and try to align everything in your life with his kingdom and how his kingdom works. And he is the king. Come on, he's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. So let's find out what his kingdom is about because that's the only unshakable thing in our life. And let's seek the kingdom of God first and then his righteousness, which means his standard. God's standard being my standard not my standard for marriage, not my standard for business, not my standard for integrity, not my standard for my truth. I heard uh, somebody say recently on one of the, the news stations and all, all I can say is we're gonna address it probably next week uh, where I'm gonna talk about where are you, be, who are you being discipled by? Because if you're gonna be a part of the kingdom, you can't be discipled by CNN. You can't be discipled by Fox News. What are the voices that you're listening to that are, that are shifting your thought processes? But, but I, heard, I heard a commentator say recently, uh, the reason I'm doing this news is to give my truth. I thought, well, that's not really like the reason you do news. So it's very hard to get news today, you know why? Because everybody's wanting to give their truth. Let me tell you something. I won't say it to you because it would come across too strong. So I'll say it to me. My truth doesn't matter jack squat to God. What I think is my truth does not matter. Let me tell you what matters. His truth. His kingdom. And it's not about my family. It's about my family aligning our values and our attitudes and our behaviors and our beliefs with the kingdom of God. In Christ there is neither Greek nor Jew. In Christ there's neither male nor female. In Christ there's neither rich nor poor. What was what was Paul trying to address? He was trying to address that there is always going to be prejudice which is prejudgment. And the prejudgments are going to be Greek or Jew, white or black, or some other ethnicity and making it about that. It's going to be about rich or poor, the haves and the have-nots. In Christ, there's none of that. It's gonna be about male or female. By the way, if you don't think life is hard, just get married. Because <laughs> you're marrying somebody that's opposite from you. I know, I know some of you, like my son's really blessed. He, he married a woman, they're kind of just like each other. I, I've never seen anything like it. It's like, they, they neither one of them talk. They just, you know, they live in separate parts of their house. They, they meet to love their children and then they go their separate ways. No, I'm just kidding. But, but seriously, I, I've never met two more people in a marriage like them. The problem with that is nobody challenges your thinking. You see, when you get married, some of y'all that married the opposite, you're challenged all the time just by being in the same room with them. And yet you love them so much and you wanna spend the rest of your life with them. And guess what, that's what God does. In other words, God embraces difference. We judge different and we allow different to separate us. And then one of the most just stupid things, I just have to call it like it is, is that you can look at the color of somebody's skin and say, I don't like you whether you're white or black. Listen, there's racism, but there's also reverse racism. Call it whatever you want. It's like judging you because well, white people are like that, black people are like, it's it's the silliest, most insidious thing that the devil has been able to do. And we humans should have a higher consciousness and collective consciousness than a dog. But dogs don't really matter. They don't really care if it's a white dog or a black dog or a brown dog. They just don't even make it an issue. They either like that dog or they don't like that dog and we are god's sons and daughters come on put an amen on that but we but watch this the enemy goes i'm gonna get you distracted in your marriage because you're a male and you're a female you don't understand each other i'm gonna get you distracted in your life because you're a jew and you're a greek you're black you're white you're hispanic you're asian you're this you're that and i'm going to get you focused on your differences so that there's a bunch of problems And so what happens is we're not seeking first the kingdom of God and God's way of doing things. And let me just tell you in the United States of America, I don't care who is in the white house. I don't care who politically is running our country. You can't fix America, and you can't fix people's hearts. Only God can do that. That's what's systemic in our world today. What's systemic is, Now, I'm not denying that there's racism. Listen, I wasn't born yesterday. I've spent 60 years. I lived through the 60s. Some of y'all didn't even live through the 60s. You don't know what was going on even in the 60s. But I cannot pretend to think like Sheila. She is a woman, full-grown woman. And there's no way I can, like understand her. And guess what? As a black person or as a white person or as a Hispanic person or whatever, there's no way you, if you want to hang out on, you'll never understand what I've been through. No, you're, you're right. So I guess we're just going to let that be diff- that create the differences. Or let's focus on what's happening right now in our life, and our world. And let's, let's, let's learn not just to get along, but let's learn to prosper in the name of Jesus and fix along the way what we can fix with each other. Let me tell you something. There's a reason one out of every two marriages ends up in divorce. Why? Because people don't understand that God gave us a ministry of reconciliation. I wanna tell y'all something. I have a ministry to reconcile, not because I'm a pastor, but because I'm a son of God, to reconcile not only myself, my attitudes, my behaviors, my beliefs towards God, and to reconcile that ongoingly, right? To ask God ongoingly to forgive me of my sins when I miss the mark, right? So I have the power to be reconciled to God by the cross of Jesus Christ and the price that he paid. But watch this. If I can get that right, then maybe I can be a reconciler with you. We can walk in peace and we can, have, we can have, we can have not just harmony, but we can have prosperity because we're in agreement and there's unity, which the devil does not want. Oh, so you're gonna be a country that calls yourself united. Hmm, okay. And what do you think the devil does? Because you call yourself united I'm going to just show the world how divided you are. That's what I'm going to do, because I'm the devil. I did a podcast. If you haven't heard it, you need to go listen to it. If I were the devil, here's what I would do. And some of you don't realize, everything that you see that's not God, that's shaking, oh yeah, God's allowing the shaking to happen. Let me tell you why God's allowing the shaking to happen. Because things do need to change. But not just change, things need to be transformed. But here's what I said, and I stick to this because it's the Word of God. If you don't, you, you cannot expect your marriage to be any better than you are. So really hear what I'm saying now. You cannot expect your children to behave better than you behave. You can't, you can't, you can't have a bad attitude and be correcting your kid. You'd have a good attitude right now. You can't be obey, not obeying God and tell your children to obey you. It don't work, America. It doesn't work, world. Watch this. Here's my point. Your marriage won't be any better than you. Your boss won't be any better than you. Quit focusing on what your boss is or isn't. Listen to me. Your children won't be any better than you. Your church won't be any better than you. See, some people come into a church and, oh, this the greatest thing that's ever happened. Then something happens and they feel like, oh, well, I gotta leave that family so I can go find a different family to fit my dysfunction in. And so they just go from church to church to church because they think there's something wrong with that church. Well, this is, and then, so let me take it to another level. Your country will be no better than you. And that's what's wrong. What's wrong is not just racism. Judging you. What's wrong is not just the injustice of the, of the past. Listen to me. What's wrong is things have not been measured against this book for a long time in people's heart. And in a country where in God we trust and we're trying to get it right and we're trying to be free people, just know this the attack against that spirit by the spirit of the devil is stronger than anywhere else in the world because of who we claim to be. Y'all getting what I'm saying? So again, I'm talking to you about kingdom. I'm not talking about, about this issue or that issue. I'm bringing you back to the kingdom, but a part of the unshakable kingdom is we've got to understand what am I seeking right now? Are you seeking justice more than you're seeking the kingdom? Then you're out of order. So a lot of people don't know what else to do. So they're just seeking justice. Guess what? God's pretty good at justice. I say, God's pretty good at justice. And if we'll seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and do things his way, All these other things will be added to us. So there's the double. There's the double. Now here's the prophetic part. Seek first the kingdom of God. That's our part. You've got to do the seeking. And secondly, seek his righteousness, his way of doing things. Do your life his way. Do your marriage his way. Do your business his way. Do your finances his way. Do your attitude his way. Do your life his way. And that'll fix a lot of stuff. I said, that'll fix a lot of stuff. All right? So, so God has called us, according to Colossians 1.15, listen to this, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created. So before we were here, He existed. He's supreme over all creation. For through Him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see. So God made everything you can see, God made everything you can't see, such as thrones and kingdoms and rulers and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him, and he existed before anything else, and he holds, he holds all creation together. Wow. Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. He is in the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth. How? By means of the blood of the cross. That's the kingdom. How do we have peace? We... We've got to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And again, align our attitudes, our beliefs, our behaviors, our ethnicity, our nationality. We've got to seek first his kingdom and say, okay, I'm a part of something bigger than America. I'm a part of something bigger than just being a human being. I'm not just a human being having a spiritual experience, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. So, where is my focus? Where is my focus? As for me and my house, it's on the kingdom of the Lord. And it's on seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing things. So again, I just want to encourage you. We've already talked about it today. One of the greatest ways you can do this is honor the Lord with your first fruits. Why? Because according to Colossians, he is the first in everything. So God is about first. He wants you to get your, right life, your, your life right, rather, uh, with honor. And you hear me talk about honor a lot. It's one of the core values of our church. And why do I talk about that? Because seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness is the first part of our four-part discipleship process that we want everybody in our church to go through. And that's to know God. You can't know God without seeking God first. I can't really know Sheila if I've got four or five women on the side. And she's just one woman, she happens to have the ring on it, but, but I, I've got to seek her first to know her. Everybody get that? Just trying to use real examples. So in your life, what does God have to compete with? In the world, what is he competing with? People's paradigms, people's mentalities, people that are in places of influence who have no godliness about them and that's why there's lawlessness in our world. What is God competing with? He's competing with a government and a a system of jurisprudence, if I could say this. He's, He's competing with a system that was supposedly founded on kingdom principles, but people are running it without being a part of the kingdom, and it is chaos. When you get into a marriage, which, by the way, is a God thing, and you try to do it on your own, and you think it's just about you having a good job and a good career and you having your four and no more. And you can get caught up in that and think, hey, this is, this is life, man. And, and you work and you buy your house and you buy your car and you live the American dream that becomes the American nightmare. Because again, it's not the American dream, it's God's dream. Are you focused on the American dream? What's God competing with? Are you focused on God's dream? What is God's dream for your life? What is God's dream for your marriage? What is God's dream for your finances? What is God's dream for your future? So many people are just looking forward to retirement. I'll never retire, I'll never retire. Why, because as long as I'm on the earth, I'm made to function in some capacity. My job description might change but listen, I'll never retire from knowing that my number one job, Jesus teach us to pray. Okay, by the way, the disciple didn't say, teach me to pray. He said, teach us to pray. And so Jesus said, okay, Pray this way, my Father who art in heaven. No. He said, if you're gonna pray right, pray our Father. It's one thing for you to pray personally, and that's great, but the Bible says, y'all finish it if you know it. If any two of you agree as touching anything, my Father in heaven will do it. Now, does that mean that God won't answer your personal prayer? No. Listen, the, the purpose of prayer is, is thanksgiving. Listen, the purpose of prayer is to let your request be made known to God. The purpose of prayer is supplication. The purpose of prayer, but, but listen, so Jesus teaches, to pray. okay, let's start with our. Let's get into agreement with somebody. That's what marriage is supposed to be. That's why the devil fights it so hard. It's supposed to be the united marriage of the kingdom. It's supposed to be the United States of America. But guess what, the devil does his damnedest. And that's what he does, to try to separate people, why? Because if we're not doing the triangle, like I told little Precious over here, you're here, I'm here, God's at the top. And by the way, before we're ever together, if we'll both be our best for God, So I want to say this to every black person in America. I want to say this to every white person in America. I want to say this to every ethnicity in in America and in the world. If you'll seek first the kingdom of God, you won't have to worry about the division down at the bottom of the triangle. God will bring you together in the kingdom. Watch this. And then the arrow between us that's pointing to each one of us, God will make unity happen. And when unity happens, he commands a blessing in that place in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, okay? So I'm not blind, I'm not an ostrich, my head's not in the sand. Oh, you don't understand our problems. No, 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 no. I wanna understand the kingdom. And I wanna put every problem in my life and your life. And as a spiritual father in this house to help you take your problems and your issues, which by the way, mankind doesn't cause our issues. The Bible says guard your heart because out of your heart flow your issues. Yeah, but they, no, out of your heart flows your issues. And by the way, misery loves company. So if I can get on the side of misery, we're in unity, all right, but we're not gonna bring about a solution. We're just gonna be a part of the problem of people going the wrong way. Again, the kingdom of God, that's what we're talking about. The kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing things. So we have to decide we're gonna honor God. We're gonna honor God. And honor god with your first fruits get the first things right listen i don't know what kind of car you drive but I, I like cars and the thing about a car is it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how nice the car is if you don't have the key it's just gonna sit there and you're gonna be going man i love that car what's the first thing i gotta know where my freaking keys are y'all ever lost your keys it's like it's like hey where's my keys what's beautiful about pastor precious is she's a woman of order and so she has taught our kids and taught me Everything has a place. Everything has a place. Just always put it in your place and you'll never lose it. It's helped me so much. Thank you, Sheila, for that. Everything has a place. And so our, our children have been taught that. Here's my point. You lose the key to the kingdom when you don't put first things first. And that car won't work like it's supposed to work. No matter how much it costs, that marriage won't work like it's supposed to work. Your family won't work like it's supposed to work. Your business won't work like it's supposed to work. And watch this. You'll climb the ladder of success. And like my old friend who's now gone to be with Jesus, Zig Ziglar said, you'll climb the ladder of success and you'll make all this money and you'll not be able to figure out that the ladder's been leaning against the wrong wall because you didn't get the first step right. The first step is to honor the Lord with your first fruits. Now, watch this. Double, double. Everybody say double, double. I'm closing. Double, double. Here's the deal. Seek first the kingdom of God and, come on, help me, his righteousness. There's the double. And then he will add all these things. He's going to add all that thing to you. No, he says, I'll add all these things. And so watch this. It's unlimited. It's unlimited. And by the way, that's put in the context of Matthew 6. And in Matthew 6, just go read it when you have your own. All through Matthew 6, it's about worry. Don't worry about what you shall eat or drink. Don't worry about the clothes that you wear. Don't worry. If God takes care of the birds of the air and the fish of the sea and God clothes the grass of the field, how much more does God love you? Do not worry. My, my little flock. But here's what you got to do. You've got to seek first the kingdom of God and come on, help me. His righteousness, we're coming back to that with the kingdom and all these things, it's unlimited. You do those two things and the things are unlimited. God didn't care about how many things you want to happen. He says, delight yourself in the Lord and I'll bring it to pass. Just get the first thing right. Say that in your own heart and in your own mouth. Get the first thing right. Come on, y'all say it with me. Get the first thing right. All right, now last thing. Proverbs three verse five and six now listen what 's this here 's a double double this is the revelation Honor the Lord with your first fruits and your possessions. Honor the Lord guys put it, put the uh, new King james version up there if you if you can if you can't it 's okay but uh, but but Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Here's what the Bible says in the Message Bible. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen to God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one that will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God, run from evil. Your body will glow with health and your very bones will vibrate with life. Honor God with everything you own. Watch this, give him the first and the best. So honor the Lord with everything you own. Watch this, that's the first, that's the double. First part of the double, and everything you own, honor the Lord with the first, and everything you own, and then your barns will burst and your wines, wine vats will brim over. So again, it's a picture of double, double. And this revelation that God is showing us really just comes back to putting God first, putting God first. So I I just wanted to bring us back to the first. How do we we weather this storm? How do we weather this storm? We weather the storm by seeking first the kingdom of God. Come on. And his righteousness, his way of doing things. And then all these other things will be added unto us. You you might say, "My, my life isn't going well right now. I'm struggling financially right now. And I don't want to be insensitive to this, but here's what I want to tell you. Do your part. Don't back up when things get hard. Continue to put God first and do what the Bible says, honor the Lord with your first fruits and with all of your possessions. And he will make whatever you set your hand to do to prosper in the name of Jesus. And I just speak that over your life. Father, thank you for your word today. Just seal it in our hearts. Would you just honor him right now? Just say, God, I honor you. Come on, just say that out loud. Just say, God, I honor you. I honor you with my life and God, I put you first. Come on, do that right now. Maybe, maybe you're watching right now and, and God's really not first of your life. You see, it may give me an old cliche that's an old truth. It's a truth. If he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. Why don't you just make him Lord of your whole life right now? Come on, it's a good time to do it. Just say this with me. say, Jesus, be Lord of all. I give you my life. Forgive me for the mistakes that I've made. I put you first. Show me how to live my life your way, not my way. Lead me, God, in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, we wanna know about it. Just, just you can actually go. There's a place on our uh, feed right there. That's, in the it's in the chat. Just connect, right? And, and just, we want to help you. Listen, in this season, we want to love you into lifelong transformation. And I'm just believing in the name of Jesus. Watch this now. I'm believing in the name of Jesus in the next few weeks as we come back in, uh, on August 2nd that we're going to have a Holy Ghost homecoming celebration. <laughs> We want you to come and listen. If you want to stay home, you can stay home. But, man, if you can, just exercise your faith. Come to the house of God and let's, let's get together. And uh, let's, let's, let's see what God's going to do. Amen.